0: one thing. What is it? Say it with me. One more time. He requires one thing. What is it? Faith. And just a good definition is sort of a, just a definition from me to you. Say it with me. What is faith? That's a what? A total confidence and trust in. One more time. It's a total confidence and trust in God. You don't totally, totally believe in God. Do you Gary? You're crazy. You're crazy. Call me crazy then. I'm not saying I've got it down. No, no, no. I come up short. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be totally confident. I want to be totally trusting in God. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. And when I don't do it, I'm I'm the screw up. Amen? But that's what I want. And here's the cool thing. That's what God wants for me. He wants, son, believe me. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me, if you know it, say it with me, and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not, amen, don't you want to hook your wagon right there, say, I do, faith, let's talk about it this morning, from this angle, what angle, This angle right here. Majority or minority. Majority or minority. What is it that gets you going? Is it the crowd? The more the merrier and you're in. What about swimming upstream? Can you? Will you? If it's just you and God. Is that where you're going to go? Let's talk about it. Majority or minority. Minority. Roger, we're rolling, Bubba. Here we go. From last week's message, very popular scriptures last week. I mean, you know, you heard them in school, Sunday school. If you've been in church, if you ain't, they're some of the greatest scriptures ever. Hear the children of Israel. Moses says, because God said it, I've given you this land. Say that with me. I've given you this land. And God says, choose twelve. One from each tribe, rulers. So the best of the best from each tw- of the twelve tribes. So twelve men. Now we know in intimate detail two of these men, Joshua and Caleb. Well, just go ahead and just go ahead and figure all of them were like Joshua and Caleb. These are the greatest, mightiest fighting men, and they were they were cut above everybody. So all twelve of these guys are leaders. Say leaders, and they're great leaders. So they go out and search the land. What did we learn last week? Here's what we learned last week. Ten of the twelve said we can't do it. We can't do it. And I'm going to tell you right now, according to me anyway, that's the math of life. About 18%, that's about what it's going to run. 18%, about two out of twelve, is going to say I can and really mean it in their life. I'm talking about double down. I'm talking about never quit. Never give up. Never give in. Amen. Now you might not agree with that math. I agree with some other math too. Jesus healed ten lepers in the New Testament. Lepers, they all eat up, the whole bodies eat up, the the flesh is falling off their bones, off their body. Jesus said only one of them turned around and said thank you. I believe in that, that's the math of life too. About 10% will really mean it deep down and say thank you. You hear me or not? Let's call some Bible math with Uncle Gary today. I want to be in that 10% that's grateful and thankful for anything I got. And everything I have comes from Him. And I want to be in that 18% that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus strong. If you don't have one of these... Get one today. They're free out back. Just a little old bracelet. You can't even see it out there, can you? Because see, it won't for y'all to see. It's for me to see. It's for me to see, Gary Clark. You can make it. Amen. So let's keep pushing. So here's what they said last week. These are the 12 people, but 10 of them are saying this. We saw giants. The sons of Anak. We went and scoped out the land for 40 days. And they're lying like a dog. Yeah, they saw giants, but I've been to Israel, I've been to Jordan, I've been all up through that neck of the woods. And most of them are about five, eight, five, six, five, four. Did you hear me? But that's what a lack of faith will do to you. It will absolutely screw up your eyes and screw up your head. And all you see is, I can't, I can't, there's giants. And that's what did it. They were messed up. We saw the 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 giants which the sons of Anak which come of the giants and we were in our own what? As what? I ain't saying that you don't need to look at the giants because these are big old jokers. Remember David and Goliath? But not everybody's Goliath's out there, guys. Amen. Quit focusing at just the giants. Look at you somebody about five, two if you have to. Amen. Say. Y'all listening or not? Now this ain't a message down in short people, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, if I had to fight one that was nine foot or one that was five two, give me the guy five two. I'm just saying, I'm being honest. But don't be lying, they're not all all giants. And here's the sad thing, we were in our own sight, we saw ourselves as what? And so we were in their sight. I'm going to tell you something right now, when you see yourself as nothing, don't expect if other people don't see you as nothing. When you see that you don't matter, you have no value, don't expect that others won't take advantage of that and say you have no value and you, and you don't matter. That ain't happening in my life no more. I matter. Say that with me. I I have value. One more time. Y'all are like halfway on that. Come on. I matter. I have value. Husbands, that's the way we treat our wives. Wives, that's how we treat our Husbands. Amen? Parents, this is how we treat our children. Well, you my kid. I'll just knock you out. We don't talk to children. i don't treat your kids like that. Children matter. Yes or no? Amen. But guess what? Parents matter too. In my house, you say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Find another house to live in. You might not have grown up that way. That's okay. But don't tell me how to do it. If I want to teach my children manners, yes or no? Amen. Buddy, is that what we said, in North Carolina? Yes or no? Was there any other way? And he even says no, sir to me. Look, look at that. He scared daddy somewhere. Amen. <laughs> or oh, mama. I'm just saying, it, this is a this respect thing is a very important. Amen, or oh, me? And they didn't respect themselves, did they? Look at me. I'm a nothing. I'm a grasshopper because you were looking at the giants. Why don't you look at Jesus? That's why when I pray, I'll say it often. Jesus, we, we at your feet. We laying down at your feet. Why don't you let him be high and lifted up and you be laying down low at his feet? How about right there? What's cool about that? Because when he's high and lifted up in your prayers and you laying down low at his feet, that means anything you praying about, he can stomp on. Did you hear me? Yes or no? You're God and I'm not. But you're high and lifted up Holy, holy holy Amen This ain't all in the message' just like, where is he going? Hey, what I'm telling you I just said is the flat out truth. Come on, let's keep looking. I do this same message twice on Sunday, but coming up in a few weeks I'll start doing different ones each hour. That's what I really like because then I, I don't get all crazy. Here we go. The majority report is grasshoppers. It'll always be grasshoppers. In this world we live in, it'll always be grasshopper faith. And this is what they said. We are not what? One more time. We are not what? Can't do it. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people because they're stronger than we are. That's why football teams have coaches. And you've got to have a head coach. Now that's great if you can have a head coach and assistant coaches that believe like the head coach. Because football players, they get down. And, and we do that in, in a lot of team sports. But you need somebody at the helm that is saying, I believe in you. We've practiced. We've worked hard. You're better than they are. Yeah, but we, we down 14 points. Well, it's called halftime, fool. Get out there and believe in yourself because we have watched it. When teams stop believing, they get annihilated. And that's what happens in life. I don't want to hang out or I don't want a church of we be not able people. I want people that are around me that says, Pastor Gary, we can do this. I want people around me when my head's down, they come up to me and say, Get your head up. It's not acceptable. I want people in my life like that. Amen or o oh So here what they were grasshoppers. We can't do it. Now this is from last week. That's okay. But now we're moving forward. It's much easier to not have faith. It is much easier to not have faith. And just go smoke something. How hard's that? Or pop a pill. Or hit the bottle. Or run around. It's a lot easier to do that than to be faithful, to stay steady, to get on your face before Almighty God and cry all night long. But when you get up, it's Him that's picking you up. Amen. You'll always, it'll always be like this. Faithless people will always be in the majority. Always. Well, I can't believe what's happening to America. Where you been? You know... The people that run our country today, can you imagine them starting America? I mean, that's, fun. that's sad, ain't it? I bet you couldn't count on one hand, if you were deep down and honest, in all of Washington, just on one hand, how many you think would be a great founding father? Is that true? Faith. Faith. Well, that's just a picture of the whole country. That's a picture of, of, of all of us here. I mean, that's a picture of who we are. I want to be, be that one-hand kind of guy. Amen. Say. I want to be that kind of guy when people look at, you know, that Clark Strong. I ain't saying I am all the time. I'm not, but that's what I want to be. Amen. All my children looking up to me. Not because, look up to me when I'm talking. No, I don't want them to look at me like that. I'm talking about my grown young'uns. Mitch is 31, up here this morning. Elise right next to him. They look up to me. You know how much that means to me? I don't want to disappoint them. Dad's faithless. Dad can't make it. Amen. I don't want to be that kind of father. Do you, yes or no, say? But it's popular to be a... You know, somebody doesn't believe. The faithless will always attract the what? You want a big crowd? (laughs) Well, if you have a lot of faith, you ain't getting one. But if you're weak, if you're a murmurer, if you're a complainer, oh my gosh, you'll get a line, you'll get a busload. Y'all think I'm mad at the court this week, don't you? He didn't like the Supreme Court thing. This has zero to do with that. I wrote this earlier. This has zero to do with that. You hear me, yes or no? But we just got to see again in living color, wow, do we ever need the Lord. Amen. Yes or no? Yeah, praise the Lord. We ought to praise the Lord. That's what I saw. Come on, Lord, help me. Help me. Come on. So the majority report. Here's the minority report. Here's the minority report. I don't know about you. I don't want to be a grasshopper that gets smushed by the devil. I want to be a giant full of the Lord, the power of his might. That Satan don't want none of me and Jesus. That's what I tell people sometimes. Big fellas, I'll see them sometimes. I'll say, me and Jesus, I'll whoop the snot out of you. I'm telling you right now. I just like to see their reaction. Total strangers, I'll say that too. Big jokers. You know, son, me and Jesus will beat the crap out of you. And they go. But even then, they back up. (laughs) It's funny, man, what you and Jesus can do. Amen. Come on. The minority report, what was it? What did the, what did the two say? What did jo- Joshua and Caleb said? They said, say that. They, we are what? Yeah. Woo! That's what I want to be. And Caleb stilled the people. Why? Because the majority, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. And they, he stilled the people and said, let us go up at once. So let us go and possess it. Say it with me. For we are what? Amen. I want to be at the table of well-able I want to pull my chair up at the table of well-able. That's where Clark wants to be. I don't want to pull up my chair around and have a bunch of people around me that that says, we ain't able. I don't want to be at their table. Got it? Yes or no? If there's only two at that table of well-able, well, that's where I want my chair to be pulled up to. Amen. But it's going to be the minority. I'm going to tell you right now, this is the way to be a giant, though. Have faith in God. Say some of these verses. I'm just randomly throwing, I'll throw some out. We are more than what? Conquerors through Him who loved us. I can do how many things? Things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is He that's in than He that's in the what? How you like that? Come on. And we know that how many things? All things work together for what? To them who love who? To them who are called according to His purpose. You're on the winning side. Amen, yes or no? But we don't know it. So we just aimlessly go with the majority. And we can't do it. Now here's the facts. It's not easy to have real faith. It's not easy to have real faith. Most real faith comes through the testing and trials of life. That's why we don't have it, because we don't want none of that mess. Amen. We think we can just study the Bible and read the Bible. I just read the Bible all the time and study the Bible. I love you reading the Bible and studying the Bible. But i got to tell you something. Real life's got to get in there somewhere. You know, Christianity is not a seminary degree. Christianity is life. Being a follower of Christ is carrying your what? Your cross, not your diploma. Amen. And follow me, he said. It's not easy to have real faith. It's going to come. My faith has grown through my problems in life. How many would agree with my faith has grown through the trouble I've gone through? Amen. That's crazy, but isn't that a good thing? That you don't just go through the trouble and you just get beat all up and nothing good comes out of it? Biggest crisis in my life. I told Lord, I said, Lord, I don't want to go through this. And I said, I don't want to go through this crap and come out the same. Change me, Lord. And you know what? He made me a totally different person. Stronger, happier, clearer vision. That's what we're talking about today. I know I might, you might think I'm all over the place. Well, if just I'm getting it, I'm going to be happy today. Amen? Because this is helping me a whole lot. Okay? People with faith will always be in the minority. I'm not saying there aren't churches all across America, and I thank God for them. I thank God for them. I'm just saying that every pastor would probably tell you that the people in his church, there's not a whole lot of them that really double down and believe in Jesus Christ, that he can make it, he can help them make it through anything. You hear me? We're blessed here. We don't have a perfect church. You don't have a perfect preacher, that's for sure. But I tell you what, I believe we're cut above. I'm not trying to be arrogant. But I think those years at the high school, Me being married 28 years and being left. Even though that hurt me, it helped us. It helped me as a pastor. Helped me as a pastor in Englewood, Florida to double down and to see what's really important in life. You hear me or not? Doing this building debt free was not easy. It was good for us. To have to just trust the Lord and figure things out. No, we can't do that right now. No, we got to wait and and then watch the Lord provide. Amen. Say, wasn't us that did it. It was him that did it. That's a good thing for us. Amen. How many ever had to start over again? It's the hardest thing you ever did, starting over. Let me see some minutes. I just had to start over. But I guarantee it, most of you that are here today saying that, I had to and it killed me, but it made me closer with the Lord. It made me closer with the Lord. Good stuff today. I'm a little all over the place, but that's okay. The faithful will always distract the crowd. You want, to get, you want a crowd following you? Well, don't be faithful. They won't follow that. I'm t- it won't be like, I'm faithful. Get in line. It won't happen. Amen. So what are you going to do? Majority or minority. The popular vote. The popular vote. The popular vote is always going to be grasshoppers. Always. They said, the, the Lord has brought us to this land to do what? To fall by the sword. Look at what they said. Look at it. This is, this is the a 82%. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land? Say it with me. To do what? To do what? Fall by the sword. And not just that. They keep on. That our wives and children are going to be prey. Either killed, made slaves, raped. They're saying this to God. God said, I've given you this land. You brought us here to kill us, God, so that our wives could be raped. I don't think God likes hearing that crap, that mess. Wherefore hath the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? We were better off as slaves over there. We were better off building their cities with straw. Remember? We were better eating leeks and onions. We will not go. We will not go. That's the popular vote. We will not go. Doesn't matter what you said, God. We're not going into that land. You want to be a part of that crowd? Yes or no? You're awful quiet. By the way, this was the tenth time. This wasn't the only time. Don't feel sorry for these losers. Don't feel sorry for them. Don't feel sorry for them. Oh, poor babies. This was the tenth time the people of Israel rebelled against God since he miraculously delivered them from Egypt. Tenth time. I just wrote it up for you. Check it out sometime. Get the PowerPoint and go study it. Red Sea, Mara, the wilderness of sin, at Rephidim, at Sinai. And then Kadesh was their last really horrible place. Look, one, two, three, four, five times they rebelled against God at Kadesh. This was nothing new. Is that a patient God? Can we thank the Lord for His patience with us? Come on. Come on. Woo! But but His patience runs out. The Bible says the Lord will not always strive. Don't take Him for granted. Did you know who else matters? He matters. He will not always strive with you. He requires faith out of us. Here's what God said to them, because of all, because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, let's just stop real quick. How many in this room would say you have seen that the Lord has been good to you? Let me see some hands. You've seen it with your own eyes. You've seen it with your own eyes. Okay, so that's every one of us. So we're without excuse. Here's what he says, because all those men which have seen my glory, my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and they've tempted me now how many times? Ten times. And they have not hearkened to my voice. Now watch God talking. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear. I swear to their fathers. Oh, I'm going to keep my word, God says. Just them jokers ain't seeing it. Amen. Neither shall any of them that provoked me. Did you know when we don't believe God, it's provoking to Him? When we don't, I can't. If you've been in a relationship and someone left you and you're now saying, I can't move on, you're provoking Almighty God. Did you hear me? And I gonna be really ugly. I don't mean to be, but I'm going to say it. If you have loved somebody in your life and you have lost them to death and you're still here, but you remain in depression and where you can't, you can't even move forward in your life. And it's not just the depression. It's a decision you've made. I can't live without them. God says, look, what about me? Amen. It provokes him when we don't believe. Amen. Or instead of working a job and doing right, you a cheat. And you try to cut corners because, you know, I ain't got no money. No, it's because you don't, you don't have the wisdom of God how to run your finances. Uh-oh. God says, you provoke me not believing in me. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit, say another spirit. That other another spirit will always be in the minority. That another spirit is that he had faith in Jesus. He had faith in the Lord. Amen. Say. God looks down on this earth, and it should be his spirit should be dominating. <laughs> but he looks down here on this earth and goes, he, he picks the ones with the with that spirit of the Lord. He has to pick them out of the crowd. I mean, because the crowd doesn't have that spirit. Did you get that? Caleb had another spirit. And his spirit was one that followed God fully. And he says, him will I bring into the land where into he went, and his seed shall possess it. Him and his family are going to see it. God says, how long am I, uh, am I going to bear with this what? What was it with this what? Evil congregation. Did you know when we don't believe God, God sees us as being evil? You can say you're normal. Yeah, you are, because 82% probably don't. But God doesn't cut you no slack. Which murmur against me. I have heard the murmur rings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. God says, when I hear you griping and whining and you can't, God says, I hear murmur. Say that with me. Murmur. Can we do it as whiny as we possibly can? One, two, three. Murmur. And here's what God says as surely as i live says the lord as you have spoken in my ears so will i do it. so will i do it keep going and here's what here's what god says your carcasses are going to fall in the wilderness he has had it with these people 10 times And all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and up. You guys that are 20 years old and up, you're deader than a hammer. You're going to die right in this wilderness. You'll never see that pretty land. You ain't never eaten none of them grapes anymore. I'm going to tell you that right now. This was one time you were glad you were 19 years old. I'm going to tell you that right now. Woo! By skin of my teeth, I made it. Man. You murmured against me, doubtless. You ain't going to come into this land concerning which I swear unto you that that dwell therein. Only two people's going in. Over 20. What's their names? And who? An old bulldog for God, and the other one became the leader that took the place of Moses. Amen? Your little ones are going to go, though, which you said are going to be prey. You know them little ones that you said they're going to be made slaves and they're going to get raped and all that? God said, let me tell you something right now. Your little ones are going in. But you ain't. God's big on this thing of faith, isn't he? Then will I bring in, and they shall know the land which you've despised. Isn't that interesting? God called it the promised land. But because of our unbelief in him, things that are good we end up despising. That's at least what he says. But as for you, your carcasses, I like that (laughs) word right there. That's a tough word. He didn't call them by name. He just called them carcasses. I mean, that's rough. They shall fall in the wilderness, and your children shall wander in the wilderness how many years. Great job, Dad. Can you see that at the dinner table? Thanks, Dad. Say! And they can look over there and see the land flowing milk and honey. Appreciate it, Dad. Dad. Boy, dads need to be people of faith, men of faith. Amen. Mamas, women, strong in faith. One of the things I love about our church is we have a lot of men. If you're a man here today, can you just wave at me? If you're a man, let me see a man in the audience. Just wave at me. Wave at me. Look at the men in the audience. You know what I'm saying is we don't have no 20% men at Fellowship Church. It's at least 50-50, baby. I'm telling you that right now. Come on! We've seen lately in the news. I don't want to be ugly again, but man, if you're a man, you you, you just are guilty, <sighs> fellows. If you've ever if we've ever needed you, now it's time for us to have men of faith, men of faith that believe God. Amen. I'm talking about for Inglewood. I'm talking about for our town, for each other. We want to be believers in the Lord. Amen. Strong in the Lord. That's what I'm seeing through all this. I'm just talking. Your children are going to wander in the wilderness 40 years. They're going to bear your whoredoms. Wow. It's God speaking. Until your carcasses are wasted in the wilderness. This is a strong message on when I don't have faith, but I choose the majority way or the popular way. God says, that's not my way. After the number of the days in which you searched the land, they went out 40 days. And he says, okay, 40 days, let me do some math for you. Forty days you went and searched the land? Okay, I'm going to give you a year in the wilderness for every day that you said we couldn't and that you couldn't. Think about it. You're going to bear your iniquities even 40 years and you shall know my breach of promise. Say that with me. You shall know my what? Did you know when God says something is possible and we say it can't be done? Or we go, you know, that's for them, but it's not for me. Oh, so-and-so made it, but they weren't in my situation. God says, I look at you as somebody who says, I don't keep my promises. Your life is telling the world that your God is a promise breaker. And God just ain't cool with that. And you might say, I've been doing it for a long time. I'll be fine. Well, you'll be fine until one day you stand before him. And also, the life that you're having to live down here could have been a whole lot better life. Your choice. I, the Lord, have said it. I will surely do it unto this evil congregation that are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall what? Oh, by the way, read your history books. It happened just like God said. Just like God said. So majority or minority is our message today. We're almost done, I think, Raj, regardless of what you say back there. Amen. You can't blame us for trying to get big, long messages, right, Raj? I mean, we got all kinds of notes. Amen. God requires one thing. What's it called? What is faith? It's a total confidence and trust in God. Say that verse with me pretty loud. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that do what? That do what? That do what? See, that's the problem. That's why only 18% do it. Because it's called work. Yes or no? Amen. How many know that in America, probably most people show up to work many days and they don't work hard? <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> Well, that's just a picture of of the church. It's a picture of our life for Christ. God says, I will bless you, but you're going to have to be diligent. You're going to have to seek me diligently. You're going to have to believe me. Amen. How many would say, Pastor Gary, my life is a living testimony to the fact that I did not think, I mean, I was in a bad way, horrible situation in my life. But God, God proved himself faithful in my life. And I'm here today as a living testimony to the grace of God and the work of God in my life. When you believe God, he will stay with you. He won't leave you. Look at that. That's beautiful. This isn't just Old Testament, baby. This is in the house today. So why can't I please God without faith? And I'm just going to give a few of these. And we had quite a bit more message, but this is going to be fine. We're just going to go over a few more rides because I think we've laid it out pretty good. Why can't I please God without faith? Why did what happened in the wilderness happen to those people? Why do only 18% believe? I'm talking about not that they're not going to heaven. But guys, there's earth down here. And are you going to believe God in your life and fight and be strong. Or are you going to be one of those that say, I can't? Or, or worse, I quit. Oh. I have never been a big fan of quitters. I was going to say I hate quitters, but then I know you'd think I was terrible. I'm going to say it anyway. I hate quitters. You can quit anytime. It doesn't take any brains to quit. Amen. I don't want to quit. I don't want Mitch and Elise to look at me because they're grown. I don't want Abby and Danny to grow up later and say, my dad was a quitter. He quit on God. You want that said about you? I don't want that. Well, you have to work hard at it then. Here's Here's why you can't please God without faith. It's a slap in the face of God. It's a slap in the face of God to say, you know... You can't be trusted. You can't be believed. That would kill a parent when you look at your parent and you would say to them, I don't believe you. I can't trust you. Wouldn't that kill you as a parent? Yes or no? Say. Well, God, that's what we're saying to Him. It makes God, when we don't have faith, it makes God Almighty look what? Oh, no, He can't help me in my situation. No, no, He can't help me. You know, I know He... he, he, You know, but he can't help me. No, no. Who are you talking to? You're just an excuse maker. It makes God appear to be what? I'm going to tell you something right now. When you make God appear to be unholy, I think that's the ultimate granddaddy of them all. He is absolutely going to whoop your tail. You quote me on it. You hear me? He's holy, holy, holy. We ain't, ain't, ain't. And we're going to tell him Your way ain't the right way. You don't understand. Now, we do it and I've done it. But I'm an idiot when I do it. It makes God look like it was His fault that I what? (laughs) And don't we love to do that? Instead of taking personal responsibility or putting it where it needs to be, we want to somehow, we don't believe God. And God says, you know what? You pulled me into that dirt with you. And you made me look like it was me. And God, so I'm gonna tell you right now, (laughs) Judgment Day, Amen. You might not have heard messages like this. I don't preach them a lot, but I sure like it. It's good for me. Keep looking, rods. One other little thing we're gonna pop up. Here it is. Here it is. You must have faith to be saved. I would say churches in America today, I'm going to throw it out there, probably only about 18% believe that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have the math. I'm just using the math from the Old Testament. I'm just, don't you think about that. Churches today that teach other ways to get to heaven other than Jesus. Did you hear me? Yes or no? You got to do this. You got to give your money. You got to say how many ever hail Mary's and whatever. Whatever. I don't mean to be ugly. You don't have to say any Hail Marys. None. Here's what. Yeah, praise the Lord. You ought to praise the Lord. You have to say none. Here's what you need to say. God, forgive me. You don't need a priest. You don't need a preacher. You need Jesus. He's the one. That's who you need. And I'm not trying to put other people down, and, oh, y'all, fellowship just got it all right. But I'm going to tell you what we do have right. Call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Is that what it says? Boom. Amen. There's one way to be saved. I am the way, the truth, the life. No man can come to thee, Father, but by me. So that's number one. You must have faith to be saved, number one. Got it? Got it? Yes or no? Oh, no, he'll make a special case for me. Your tail is going to be in hell. you will got to put that on your refrigerator. Your tail is going to be in hell. Who said that? Clark said it. He ain't playing here. So that's number one. Number two, we got lots of scriptures, but number two. Let's go on, Rod. Number two. 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 Told you it's Roger's fault. Number two, you must have faith to be his what? Oh, I'm his servant, but you don't believe him? You are fooling yourself. If, uh, 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 back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally that upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in what? In what? Nothing what? For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, tossed, driven with the wind, and tossed. Keep looking, for let not any man think that he's going to receive anything of the Lord. Don't even think you get nothing from God when you don't have faith in Him. You hear me? I'm His servant, but I don't believe Him. You don't. A double-minded man is what? (laughs) A crazy man. Number three, you must have faith to be His what? A giver. God wants you to give, we don't harp on giving, we're not going to harp on giving whenever the giving stops here is the time I quit. I don't want to hang out with people that don't want to give god give give back to God. I don't want to hang out with people like that. Got it yes or no? I don't want to be a church like that, and you know what? God's met every need we've ever had at fellowship church. Is't that crazy? say we got lots of bills, man. <laughs> We don't have one guy that rolls up to the table and writes a big check for us every month of fellowship. That ain't the way we run this place. We run it according to the Bible. See what the Bible says. Watch this. But I say this. He that sows sparingly is going to reap sparingly. God says, if you don't believe me and you're going to hoard up all your mess, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to have the life I could have had for you. But he that sows bountifully, you're going to reap what? Every man according as he what? There's that 18% again. If you're going to purpose in your heart to be a steward, to to really take care of your finances, take care of your family, give to the Lord's work, care for those that are hurting out there, it's going to take you purposing in your heart and seeing that this is the will of God in my life. So let him give, not what? Not what? The word is mad. Don't give mad or of necessity. I just got to do it. That's sad. For God loves what kind of giver? That's what? glad it's going to take faith for me to give to the lord not mad and sad but glad because i'm a man i still go through garbage at people's houses to get money for me is tough (laughs) i'm just telling you right now but god can do that he can take an old stingy person like me and turn them into givers did you hear me yes or no how many would say he took an old stingy person like me and turned me into a giver? Let me see it. See some of your hands. <laughs> There's a few of you stingy people. God's able to make all grace abound to, you or, to, you or, to to toward you, that you always, having all sufficient and all good things, may abound to every good work. God is good and God is faithful. We're done today. What are you in, the majority or the minority? What are you? What do you want to be? Don't you want to be in the 18%? Yes or no? Don't you be in one of the 10 that says thank you Lord for saving me. Don't you want that? Praise the Lord. Come on, we're done. We're done. Yeah. What are you, man? What are you? Come on, let's get up on our feet. Are you a grasshopper? Are you a